like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual, kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prunes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Welcome to another BDSM United podcast in our slave training series. A slave's existence is gauged by his or her self-image. Goals and striving to complete them are mainly based upon high self-image. With low self-image, there's less drive and less striving to really reach happiness. A low self-image is what all of us strives to overcome. A power, a positive self-image provides energy to the relationship. It's really important. It gives motivation and power to the to the relationship. A, a slave with high self-esteem tends to accept greater and more meaningful goals. And all MS relationships should really be based with uh, some goals and then some actionable steps to take to reach those goals. And really, uh, having a really good self-image uh, gives a lot of motivational power to reaching those goals. Um, they view higher goals as a challenge to complete, not as a burden. Uh, they're mo more likely to become the slave you need and the slave that you want. Slaves with a lower self-image seek the comfort of familiarity and less demanding purposes. Uh, coping with training improves with uh, better self-images. So what a slave gets from life depends on how he or she views life and really how they view themselves. Uh, first, before you can create a positive self-image for your slave, you must have one and display a positive self-image yourself. You really need to know yourself and be comfortable in your own skin. That's part of why uh, oftentimes they refer to the, the role or the identity of a master as being someone who is in mastery of themselves. Uh, so you, you have to know yourself and be comfortable in your own skin. What you feel can be sensed easily by your slave. Uh, a person can have a negative self-image based upon a private logic that involves faulty thinking. Uh, a master during early slave training really needs to make an effort to understand the current state of your slave's self-image and, if necessary, establish methods to develop a more positive self-image. Uh, often a master must overcome past negative self-images in the slave. Um, a, a lot of people in just in our world in general have been abused physically or mentally or have suffered at the hands of others. Um, oftentimes in BDSM, um, uh, there's a lot of people that are involved that, uh, uh, you know, it, it, uh, BDSM, just the nature of it, sometimes attracts more predators 
uh, than usual. And, um, and so sometimes uh, when people are first starting out in BDSM, uh, they endure a lot more traumas and abuses because they oftentimes don't really haven't mastered the art of vetting and negotiations. And a lot of times that uh, sub frenzy or that dom frenzy that they put themselves into uh, often in that new relationship energy, sometimes they will put themselves in compromising situations. And so oftentimes as a master, we're overcoming even uh, even some of those negative uh, abuses and, uh, and, and mistreatments. Um, your slave can't be a good slave suffering from mistrust of their master. You, you can't be a good master if you don't in some way guide your slave out of a low self-image. This may mean you first seek the help of a professional in the field of psychology to deal with the issues. While BDSM can be therapeutic, it's really uh, important that it isn't uh, therapy in totality. Uh, you, you always need to utilize professionals uh, when, uh, when they're necessary. Uh, now, private logic is a person's unique evaluation of themselves, their of others, and of the world, the, their personal environment, and and what's required by you of them, and what is required of them by you. It, it's a self philosophy that one's entire lifestyle is based upon. We use the word private logic because it's based upon convictions which are not usually in awareness. It's, it's generally not things that they're uh, openly communicating or just with uh, everyone around them. A lot of times you have to dig a little deeper to uh, get them to be transparent and share some of that. Uh, both the subconscious and the conscious are included in our private logic. Um, now, conflicts arise when private logic does not agree with social aspects of our lives. A um, slave must feel in harmony with the environment in order to be successfully serving the master in a long-term relationship. Uh, their master must challenge the private logic of the slave if there is any conflict. See, the slave training is not always just fun and games. It's, it certainly is fun and pleasurable for everybody involved uh, to some degree. But slave training can also involve probing the inner mind and developing positive attitudes. A slave must have a positive self-image in slavery and a positive self-image that displays acceptance of their slavery. This frees them to expand their own world and have a feeling of belonging and joy. Uh, some fun to some here are some fun to, sorry fundamental beliefs uh, of self-image. Often, self-image will greatly affect the emotions expressed by an event. Responses often change the same event depending on the growth of self-image. One can become emotional over an event and still have no great internal turmoil if you have a positive self-image. 
So a positive self-image occurs when a slave's fundamental beliefs are to accept and enjoy the learned behaviors required to serve, obey, and please the master. Let me repeat that because that's really kind of the, the, the key point here. A positive self-image occurs when a slave's fundamental beliefs are to accept and enjoy the learned behaviors required to serve, to obey, and to please their master. A slave is at peace in slavery, and it just feels natural. Uh, oftentimes when a submissive uh, is, is becoming a slave, this is really the goal of where they want to reach. Uh, so they want to reach the, the place where slave is at peace in slavery, and it just feels natural. The slave develops a sense of belonging to the master. The slave has learned to let go of negative ideas and feelings about being the property of another and, and the feeling connected to the master through slavery. Uh, or begins to feel connected to the master through slavery. Slave has experienced the restrictions of slavery and, have, and it has become part of its being. Slave sees that it pleases the master by service and accepts that a slave is judged by its service. Slave is owned but does not own and knows that its happiness lies in this. Slave is the property of the master. This is all part of slave training. And one of the keys to developing a slave's positive self-image is its lack of privacy and hiding its thoughts and emotions from the master. We went over this in a previous episode in more detail, but not allowing behavioral privacy and explaining what is expected of the slave and reinforcing it for, re uh, uh, for revealing its thoughts and and how it feels are the best best methods for developing openness. And so, um, slave is the property of the master, and uh, slave begins to just feel natural in slavery. And that is the that's the goal of developing a positive self image. And really, the way we do it, and like we said just a moment ago, is that uh, not allowing uh, the privacy and hiding thoughts or emotions, but, the, but that open and transparent and honest uh, expression uh, and sharing. Uh, I'm Primal Piggy. Uh, thank you for listening to this BDSM United podcast in our slave training series. Uh, the best way to reach us and interact with us is at www.bdsmunited.com. There's numerous resources there, including a BDSM education group, which is about a thousand plus people that all are uh, learning about BDSM and expressing kinks in a private, safe space. And our uh, large Facebook page, Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape. There's links there. There's also links to our YouTube and other resources as well. Uh, if you're listening on your favorite po uh, uh, podcast platform, we ask that you leave a like, a subscribe, a review, a thumbs up. It really helps you connect with us, and it also helps other adults find BDSM educational resources such as this. 
Thank you for playing your part in making our BDSM community better by allowing other people to be educated as well and connect with these kinds of educational resources. Uh, it has been a joy talking to you today, and I'll talk to you again soon. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of whips, chains, and duct tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.